Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh. G'day, thanks again for being a year-round carnival customer of our Blue Diamond preview. Yesterday was a deep dive. This morning, it's all business. Not a great deal of change to the Caulfield card, and uh, we'll, uh, other than, of course, bodyguard, the scratching that we spoke about there. Firstly, before we get into Caulfield, Vince, looks like a sad day in Sydney uh, for Taylor Swift fans and for those looking for a decent track at Rose Hill. Did, did the actual concert continue or not? Yeah, it did, but okay. she, she, she's, she's on the quick backup tonight as well. <laughs> Well, when there's hundreds of millions on the line, you'll just turn up regardless. It's funny, that, funny about that. So anyway, Hobartville Stakes that we touched on yesterday, where, where, where have you decided to go or are you going to just watch the race? Because you've got most advantage and cap from Tom Kitten and Celestial Legend, but you've got the challenge of the wet ground. Well, it is. This is the, this is the hard part. It, it would be a nice race to consider betting in, but right now it's just way too early. The, the talk is this track will most likely improve. I don't believe it's going to be like last week, though, where race one was already good. Yeah. It's highly unlikely. It's most likely could take all day, and it may never materialise. So, unfortunately for myself as an individual, I'll be watching the race. My expectations are if NCAP and Tom Kitten handle the ground Whatever the conditions may be, obviously the drier the better. They look the two obvious horses to fight it out from Celestial Legend, but I, I don't know what sort of. You won't be losing money on the race, to be fair to say. No, no, because you got this last little challenge there at Rose Hill. Rail true, you got six lanes to work with, Ralphie. A lot of riders make a mistake, and what they do is they get a bit wider and they look for the middle of the track, and they could be in lanes 9, 10, 11, even 12, and they're actually disadvantaged. And this could happen to a whole bunch of horses today. So, unfortunately, it's a wait and see, a bit frustrating, but the beauty is. They will race in Sydney next week. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, they're racing at Caulfield. We've got perfect weather conditions. We articulated this yesterday with the rail at four metres. And please, as a, as a customer, open up your race speed profiles. This is the accompaniment to it. And uh, as you've said, with the rail at four metres, it's not a big shift to the uh, to the best lanes, but you no. do want to shift out there. Otherwise, uh, you're going to be vulnerable. You absolutely do. And, and it's important. Hopefully... There hasn't been any, you know, funny games being played in terms of aerovations and things like that. And we're just going to see what Caulfield usually can do on good dry ground. Fast and good horses will win. Well, I heard the track man said they put a bit of water on, but they're expecting to run very fast time. So if that's the case, good. That's what we want. Okay, um, first half of the card, probably moderate confidence, to be fair to say. Second half, uh, different. Uh, you know, we increased the confidence and we've covered them in depth. So yep. in, in uh, we'll touch on these races that we didn't yesterday. Race one, Vince, I couldn't find any speed in this race. And when that happens, it's always a bit of a raffle. No, no speed at all. 2,000 metres. What are they going to go? Are they going to go 10 lengths, 20 lengths below benchmark? There's a couple of key runners here. Their typical running pattern is around that 8 to 10 lengths below benchmark. So highly unlikely that we're going to see anything faster than that. 
and the reality is no one's going to really get into the lanes and the leaders should be advantaged. So if you're keen on a horse like, say, Flash Feeling, as an example, who's who's pretty hard in the market, you have to respect it. I guess the interesting one for me is where will Ashran be in running if it can be, hopefully, just part of that pack because they should all be close together, then maybe that's the horse that could spring up and get victory. But really, flash feeling, Jamie Carr, if she gets it right up front, even if he just ends up stalking, it's got by far the biggest uh, last 400 metres. Should should be hard to beat, Ralphie. Well, he's been over racing for Craig Williams, so maybe that jockey change, and we know what a master she is at getting horses to settle. That could be the uh, the win or lose play. Race two, moderate confidence race, but Hanchi, we've covered uh, we covered this horse. He's got a good level of talent when we were doing the Perth Sizzlers. Uh, Kin. She just hasn't had the uh, the luck go her way. And Midtown Boss, who you most advantage from Swiss Exile, has got a bit of ability. Uh, he, he resumes. I suppose what you're saying here, Vince, is that uh, Midtown Boss is a very tight price, but all three are genuine chances. They really are, Ralphie, and they do look to get good positions running. Hopefully there'll be no sort of tear-away scenarios in play. But just from the front-running horses, I'll be very keen to see what Mark Zara does with Swiss Exile. This is the horse that I'm very, very interested in to see what it does and wouldn't surprise me if the tactics are, are you know, executed correctly that uh, it might surprise and win at a nice price. All right, there's the uh, fourth one to include there if, if you are playing. Low, moderate confidence in race three. Oh, I couldn't find any talent when I was doing my work, Vince, and when I've opened up your race speed profiles, I was sort of happy that uh, we're along similar lines. It, it, it's blanket. Autumn Angel, pure paradise. Sarah Sana, so glamorous of the four you've mentioned there, but uh, but you won't be playing. Uh, race five and the uh, race four rather on the program here. This is an interesting race for the three-year-olds. So Brave Mead, up and about. He's always shown a level of talent. He was a good winner on Australia Day, but still has run a blistering overall time. He's shown fits and spurts. That perhaps says that a horse like Legacies, Don Corleone, first up, they could be coming to play and probably mounting out and market might guide further. For sure, that's going to be the case. I mean, we've got a scenario where benchmark, half length below benchmark, could easily see you getting victory. Of course, it'll be very interesting tactically because there is a, a group of horses that can look at the front and create some type of control. What sort of pace will be injected in the race? I'm not seeing this as a race where it's going to be high intensity speed. I mean, things can happen, of course, but it does look like a one to four lengths below benchmark. So lanes aren't going to be an advantage. And those horses that are sitting in that midfield range, let's say like a, a pivot lane or the one that uh, that Damien Lane's on, or my, is it uh, number two, Maraba? How, how do you pronounce Mahaba. that? Harbour with Jordan Charles. If those two runners and, of course, Don Culleone are in that inside five length range, they could easily pick off that lead pack and get victory because you don't need much to win. Well, first up, last prep, Legacy, second to V8 this track, and that was in a sharp enough time, according to your IVR forecast here, to, to also be deep at the finish. Well, this is it. And Jamie Kay, is she on some excellent rides. This yeah. is a nut. She gets a real opportunity today to bring herself right back to, I guess, what everyone's always expected of her to be a star. Race five in the program here, low moderate confidence. There's, there's a number of horses that, you know, you, you say, well, I wouldn't be surprised if they end up being a good stayer. But in the end, I know how you operate, Vince. You wait for them to do it. For sure, Ralphie. 
If I was on track, I'd definitely be looking for a place to sit down and have a bite to eat. <laughs> Media C, Caracatus, uh, United Kingdom, Sox Nation. All right, now we start getting serious here. And uh, race six, the PD Young. It's a really good race. It always is a really good race. It's the old St. George. Uh, I think Faye Rogue won it a few times too. <laughs> I remember cheering him back in the day. But this time, we've got a horse. He's not Faye Rogue, but he's a real classy animal in Gold Trip. He's favourite from uh, Campionessa, Foxy Cleopatra. I reckon you'll get your place odds that you like uh, here, Vince. Are you going to be playing? Well, it is going to pay three dividends, right? Yep. And even two is not a real problem, but it is a little a little bit trickier with a horse like Gold Troop. But the reality is, oh, my goodness. If this horse can't find a way to place here, then it may be in for a sad campaign, right? Or something dramatically wrong has to happen. But this runner, seriously, it, it, it can turn up three, four lengths below its, its PB and still win by a length. I just don't. I can't find a way that the horse gets beaten. So, so yeah, if you can get your dollar thirty, I think I think you're going to be having a play here. Yeah? Well, this is where I'm at, Ralph. Yeah. I, I'd be ridiculous. Now, I, I mean, of course, if they said, you know, the horse looks like he's he's it's pregnant, yeah, it won't be not not from that stable, right? Nah. Then I'd probably be nervous, right? Yep. Or if it drifted out to ten dollars, right? I'd have an alarm bell from this stable, but the reality is, even if it got out to three bucks, which it won't, I just see this horse shortening, Ralphie. Race seven, the Futurity, Mr. Brightside, super tight price. Now, uh, you covered this yesterday, so let's just back the truck over it just one more time. What you're saying is, if he does what he's done, the second up the past two preps, he's vulnerable, and at $1.40, $1.45, wherever he is, that is too short to be taking for you. Oh, absolutely. Well, I, firstly, it's impossible for me to get on. Now, let's just say some crazy thing happened and there was tremendous money for one or two other runners and Brightside got out to what I consider, what I require, let's say minimum dollar thirty a place. I'm not really interested in whatever it is for a win I'll take. Yep. The reality is I wouldn't back it. Yeah. it. doesn't. It doesn't meet the profile and it's just... It, yeah, it's it has to be on top because it's got class, but there are a couple of other runners that I'm very keen to have a close look at. Attrition, I thought it was just sensational towards the end of uh, what it did last campaign. Been trialling very well. Be very, very keen to see what they do. I, I feel the 1,400 metres isn't going to be bad. It's No one's going to go to the lane, so they're going to look for splits. And it just all gets back down to where... How far off the leaders are they going to be? Now, Buffalo River, I don't see it going fast, Ralphie. So they're going to be close together. This is what I see. They're going to be bunched together. No real... I mean, maybe someone will go for a breakaway at the 800. Maybe. But who? I suppose the additional bit of information I should put across for those who didn't listen, I listened to one hour of radio a week, Vince, seven or eight, the trainers, and uh, one of the Hayes boys said he did feel the run. A fortnight back, so oh. <laughs> again, we're just saying, you know, you want all the ducks in a row at this price if, if you are wanting to play. Right, uh, the Blue Diamond, you've ended up with Lady Camelot, Coleman, High Octane, uh, Kuriangi, Hayasilgi, are your f- five that you've put down there. Uh, are you playing? No, Ralphie, I won't be playing in the race. It's it's just a little bit too difficult for me, and here's the, the, the reasons why. I thought about Lady of Camelot, and... If they overextend up front, there has to be a level of vulnerability in the straight, and there's no way this horse will be in the lanes. Yep. So that becomes a big problem. Coleman, I cannot fault this horse, but it's extremely well found, and 
when I look at where it's engaged now, I mean, B. Mellum's a, a great rider. If he pushes more than what he needs to, to stay part of the pack, what will that really do to its finish? So there's a question mark there, right? And then that question mark continues for most of the horses, probably with maybe the only exception might be high octane. So the one additional bit of information, of course, from yesterday is the body uh, guard is out. So that, that, I suppose, is adding to your variance here and your thinking. Well, Ralphie, I was pretty adamant within myself that from all the lead-in runs and that race that bodyguard ran in leading into this day, I wanted to back that horse because I felt that horse, just all the intel and the performance, I said this horse is going to be the one that's going to find a length and a half, two lengths in the grand final, and I want to be with it unless it draws one. All right, let me ask you about your stable mate now, King's Gambit. Uh, we discussed this again in depth yesterday, so it's just a matter of what, what's your thoughts race morning as far as passing or playing? Well, it's pretty straightforward. Firstly, if it drew where as four was, I, I'd want to back this like there's no other horse in the race. <laughs> right. <laughs> so now I sit here. I am... The challenge is this, what will Jamie Carr do? So let me ask you, Ralph, you're, you're, you're pretty good at this as well. What do you feel Jamie may likely do from one? I'm thinking midfield, and because there's genuine speed in the race, I think she'll be looking to start peeling as soon as she straightens. So she's got to look for the split turning, yep. right? Yep. So unfortunately, I would love to have an A-grade bet on this horse, but yep. I'm leaning towards a C-grade because barrier one. Yep. That's it. That's the only reason. As for her... There's not a possibility I can knock this horse. So I'm split between the two, right? But the reality is now I'm looking at riders. They're just – I wish it was the other way, right? <laughs> I just wish it was, yeah. right? It would just make Jamie Carr's life so much easier and I'd have so much more confidence. And then there's Kalos, right? And my view is that's how I see the race myself personally. I'm not interested in any other runner in the field outside of those three, but King's Gambit is where I'm leaning to. And unfortunately, it's a minimal bet, but I would have loved to have had more. And it's just got to do with the gate. All right, very even field in the last Barbie's Foxes, the scratching from yesterday that we didn't actually mention. Uh, I assume this is going to be a too tight a race for you to uh, be participating in. Well, it's it's tough. This is the the road to a Taki race, right? Yep. My challenge is, I'm I'm just so disappointed at that I've I've got the negative profile uh, in terms of pat recognition. And yep. if I did if I didn't have that, I, this is also another horse that I wanted to charge into very aggressively and an unbelievable price. So I could be standing at the sidelines, and this horse will get victory but it won't have my money on. So that, that's probably going to be the most nervous aspect for me when it comes to this race because oh, it's just one of those scenarios. I've just It's business is business, and I respect my money. And as much as I'd like to back this horse, pattern recognitions, if I go against them, I usually get spanked 65 70% of the time. So it sounds like the two main plays today is Gold Trip with your shoulders back and uh, King's Gambit, but you're yep. going to be uh, you're going to be pe pegging yourself a little bit because of the uh, barrier. 
And then there's a couple of good races in Sydney and there's a couple of great races in Queensland as well. So I'm going to have enough to get me uh, keep me busy for the day. In the meantime, we really appreciate you being a customer year-round cable. Win, lose or draw, we'll break it down Monday. Best of luck today, Bunners.